Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Oh, hello. I'm Molly Wood. Oh, and I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we spray some saline, spray up our noses and drag ourselves out of bed and kick the post-nasal drip down the the hall and pour a glass of wine and just talk about what's new in the world. Yeah. You look you look at the TV and you're like, ah, NFL's boring these days. Uh, baseball playoffs don't start till tomorrow. Hockey season's Wednesday. Let's talk things. Saturday Night Live is the worst politics. <laughs> Must be. Don't need to do time. that to myself anymore. Don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> it uh, is yeah. almost absurd the level of escapism that we are achieving on It's a Thing right now. Like it is so hard fought. Our sidestepping mm-hmm. of the real world at this point I... that it is almost a demonstration of our extreme privilege in and of itself. <laughs> Pulled a thigh just now, sidestepping. (laughs) Nice one. Nice one. (laughs) I actually did pull a muscle in my arm um, trimming things in my lawn. Oh, you are such a homeowner now. Look at you. I'm an old man homeowner because I pulled a muscle in my elbow. What were you doing? Some sort of California tree trimming? So some dill and wild mint have grown in our backyard. Amazing. And I... Told the the person I pay to mow my lawn, because I am that old, uh, I'm like, don't mow that. I want to let it grow. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, all right. But then I was looking at it, and I was like, but it's all raggedy on the end, because you know you can only get so close with the mower and stuff. So I was in there like trying to get some of the grass away from the, from the herbs. <laughs> Talking about your privilege. Wow. <laughs> Also, that just that I'm, I just want to clip that out as like a stoner metaphor. I was trying to get the grass away from the herbs. You know what I'm saying? You know what like, I'm saying? What if wink, God was one of wink. us? Uh, just <laughs> man, I could see through my skin. <laughs> Have you ever looked at your hand? Like really looked? All so, right. Like last week, I was sick, and then this week I, we're doing this a little bit late because I have a report. Mm, you do because I was camping. Oh, yes. I rented a a teardrop. Yep. Yep. How did it go? Okay. I have done it. So I will say that I had to uh, rent. I had to borrow my friend's truck because. Mm -hmm. To pull the teardrop. uh, It turns out that I believe I gave this update already, but wiring the BMW for towing has Uh, proved to be a slightly bigger obstacle than I expected. So not the hitch, the wiring. The hitch is done. Mm -hmm. And then my father, who I feel should have brought this up sooner. But thanks, Dad, because he himself has a really big trailer. Right. He's like, oh, did you get the electrical wiring? I'm like, Dad, we've been talking about this for months. Why is this the first time hearing of this? And he's like, yeah, no, you need electrical wiring to tow the trailer. And I was like, these little teardrops, they're so tiny. I'm sure I don't. So I text the lady I'm renting it from. Do I need electrical wiring to pull this trailer? Yes, you definitely need that. Well, no, there's no way around that. Um, I'm just saying that because... 
when I drove a, a trailer full of my stuff from Champaign, Illinois to Austin, Texas in mm-hmm. 1996, no, 95, whatever, 94. Before anyway, there were laws. Th- I didn't have any <laughs> special wiring done. Well, that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm citing the year. I didn't have any special wiring done to my Mustang that I pulled the trailer with. Yeah. I but think it's we like did a- have to attach something so that when I tapped the brakes, it turned the brake lights on on the trailer. But it wasn't like complicated. It was just it was like something external. I pl- you plugged in externally. Yeah, yeah. So I think it seems like there are external kits. I've been mm. doing some research since. Okay. okay. Um, but you really, I mean, the law does require turn signals and brake oh, lights. Oh, yeah. No, no. That part makes you know? sense. But yeah. I'm just wondering, like, you couldn't you couldn't just attach something like that? I don't remember what it was that was so long ago. But I think there – so I'm still in the research phases of this, and there do appear to be wireless kits. There's also a question – there's also the possibility of, like, just mod – like, I may have to go a little farther afield. A friend of mine who's in deep into the aftermarket BMW world mm-hmm. was basically like, I think I found some, you know, a place that'll do it, and I found a kit, and there's a couple YouTube videos – Basically, the guy who put my hitch on, who I also think could have given me a heads up about this, <laughs> but whatever, because we had a whole talk about how I wanted to pull a teardrop with my sedan, um, <laughs> said, I called my guy at BMW and he said that they do not recommend putting any aftermarket electrical into your vehicle because it's a multiplex system and we could blow your central computer and that would be like a $10,000 fix and I do yeah, not want yeah. to do it. So, so I have to see if I can find some. Anyway, long story short, I borrowed a truck. I rented mm-hmm. the teardrop, which we mm-hmm. named the Nugget. Nugget. <laughs> and it was the greatest. It was so fun. It's basically just a rolling bed. And this one has like a memory foam mattress in it. Uh-huh. And it was so delightful and cozy and so easy to tow because it's like 800 pounds. Anyway, I was really proud of myself. I like hooked it up and unhitched it by myself and just had a blast. Had a blast. Just me and the boy and the dog. Like the kid and the dog sleeping in the nugget. It was so fun. And we went with some friends who... uh who rented a full-size RV. But I can tell you that the teardrop obsession has in no way diminished. I saw like four others to go ahead and confirm the trend, the thingness of it. Uh-huh. And I, it was a delight. I'm still going to get one. Is there a teardrop salute you give each other? A little hand signal? <laughs> Just like a little little wave. Hey. Yeah. Little what's yeah, up? Especially, especially when like, this RV, these people pulled in with their trailer and it was a pull behind, but it was the single biggest thing on wheels I've ever seen. It was basically like a blue whale, <laughs> but rolling. And, and they took the campsite like right next to me. And I oh, tapped this photo of like the teardrop and the blue whale. Uh-huh. And I just was like, okay, you guys are in the McMansion and I'm in a tiny house right now. Did you, uh, how many hydro flasks did you have with you? Oh, all of them. And uh-huh. the nugget was the little, little cabinets were filled with scrunchies. <laughs> of course. I want to be joking, but that's actually totally true. I brought like three I scrunchies noticed, and a hydro flask. I noticed two Instax behind the counter at CVS yesterday. No way. Yeah. Back there with wow. the you know, with the razor blades and the tide pods. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I need to buy some of the little films, so maybe they have it at Rite Aid turns <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, maybe they do. I think we got an angry email about how it's not a film camera, but we'll save that. Right. We also have an angry producer clarifying that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, actually. Yeah. What we said 
Okay. Um, let's get to the things. Let's get to my, th- my first thing. Uh, I want to credit, uh, the snob OS podcast with tip- tipping me off to this. Uh, they were talking about Takashi six, nine, <laughs> AKA, well, it's Daniel Hernandez, AKA Takashi six, nine, an American rapper and songwriter, uh, who was arrested on racketeering weapons and drugs charges in 2018, uh, pled guilty this year. And apparently the, the, the Twitter verse, uh, was going nuts because he was informing, uh, oh, be, being a yeah. snitch. Oh yeah. Apparently. Oh uh, yeah. And the memes were flying fast and furious, you know, like Takeshi, uh, or, or Takashi six, nine, uh, let the feds know that, uh, who lives in a <laughs> pineapple under the sea, <laughs> you know, stuff like, like he's just spilling his guts about anything he thinks he knows about. Um, yeah, and so that, that turned amazing. into, you know, fun internet meme time of like, he also revealed Santa Claus, all that kind of stuff. Um, they have been actually referring to him as Takashi Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine. Yes, I saw that. Uh-huh. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it seemed, yeah. I mean, how could you pass that up? Right. So um, my con- contribution was to uh, add our, our mutual friend, Justin Robert Young, and say, like, what's the over under on Takashi Six Nine being the whistleblower? <laughs> Oh, bravo. <laughs> wow. I mean, if politics or at was going to come to be, right? Into, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If politics was going to come into this podcast, there is no better way. Yeah, it's the back door. Takashi69 uh, so- is the whistleblower. Like, how come this has not hit Twitter yet? I want you to stop and tweet right now. <laughs> That is and, so uh, good. Yeah. And in case you don't know, you have to spell it the number six IX. The number nine, I-N-E. That's how you properly spell it. just appalling. I I really do encourage you to go look up the memes because it's it's hysterical. Good funny stuff, yeah. It's hysterical. And it really really was just like he couldn't stop himself. It's like words were just falling out of his mouth. Like, wait, wait, don't take me out because there's somebody. Cardi (laughs) B is also a member of the Bloods. Like, what? (laughs) Cardi B went under the bus? Like, what's even happening? Just throw it. Everyone, that bus was hitting everybody. Yeah, Takashi Snitch Nine, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, that was like yes, bona fide thing that's never going to get old. Love it. Um, let's see, my thing that is sort of that is immemor- is memorialized in sort of meme and digital culture, but appear- but has real effects in the real world. Is that canceling, not the culture, but your oh. plans? Oh. Canceling your plans is a thing. Like, it's just a whole cultural movement. I think it goes along with the introvert thing. Mm-hmm, but just the mm-hmm. idea that I follow all these Instagram Instagram accounts where they just are like constantly extolling the virtues of not going out. And, and then this ties into a bunch of other things we've talked about like that before. Huh? Yeah. Definitely. Total, total outgrowth. Yep. Total outgrowth of sort of introvert culture. Uh-huh. And then the idea that you just like... Netflix and chill and all uh-huh. you do is stream. I mean, it's basically, let's be honest, it's like step number nine on our thousand step stairway to <laughs> Wally. Like, right. Like you guys don't totally see it yet, but you're living in your virtual reality chair with your big old drink, not going out with your friends. <laughs> like even orange wine cannot get these children out the door. Yeah, it's Jomo. Laura, Laura in the Discord uh, nailed it. It's, <gasps> yes! it's It's in the Jomo class of things. It totally is. And it's become this kind of like celebration 
mm-hmm. of not going out. The the one that I follow in particular on Instagram is called Betches, B-E-T-C-H-E-S. Okay. Hilarious. And I swear, as every weekend approaches, it's just like a whole bunch of posts about like, mm, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to make it and how happy you are. And so it's become so trendy that everybody's like gotten really irritated because everyone's canceling. And so in on self which used to be a magazine, maybe still is, but self.com. Uh-huh. There is an article called How to Cancel Plans Without Losing Friends and Feeling Like a Jerk. Oh, yeah, the etiquette of it. Like, we know you're yep. going to do it. We're not going to try to talk you out of it. Here's yep. how to do it right. And it turns out canceled plans, according to self and humans everywhere, <laughs> can be inconsiderate and, to be honest, disrespectful, <laughs> especially if you're dealing with a repeat offender. Well, okay. So part of the part of the way to avoid canceling plans is never to make them in the first place. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Good I'm one. wondering Good how one. much of this is, you know, uh, avoiding confrontation, right? Somebody's in your face, like, "Come on, let's go out. I'll see you Friday." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And like, "Okay, now I have to cancel this later, right?" And yep. then you can cancel by text. You don't have to be face to face. Yeah, because you say yes to everything, and yeah, then yeah. later on, I have look to look like I just did. There's part of me that finds it kind of hilarious that this is a trend because I have been doing this basically my entire adult life. But I You're really, an old pro. I'm an old pro at just being like, you know what? I'm kind of tired. I don't know. Uh, but I really appreciate my friends. Like my friend Sunny will never let you do that. Like I'll call her and I'll be like, oh, your house is so far away and I, I feel kind of tired. And she'll be like, no, get in the car. And I'm always like, okay. And then we have a blast. <laughs> Works every time. Well, and and that's the thing, like, I've wondered for a while now whether it's just my age, whether it's because I live in a city, or if it's just a a new trend of too many plans, Mm -hmm. too many people having too many plans, trying to commit each other to too many things. Like, there was a time in my life, and that's why I think it may have to do with just your, where you are in your, your life cycle, you know, how old you are is another way of putting that, uh, uh, that, that I didn't plan stuff. You just did stuff, right? You just like, Hey, Jason, what's going on tonight? Let's hang out. And yeah. that does not happen when you get older. You, you, everything is planned and everybody wants to make plans and there's more plans than you can possibly have and still watch <laughs> all the TV that you need to in peak TV. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> it's so hard. We're just, we're just riding <laughs> that privilege train, just continuing yeah, yeah. to ride the privilege train. But yeah, no, even the kids these days are doing it though. It's not even like, the old and tired, the mm, youngs, mm-hmm. the youngs are about the cancellation because they're becoming Wally. I warn you, youngs, get yourself a friend like Sunny who will say, no, get in the car, you lazy turd. And you will be happier for it because you will go yeah. out into the world and have adventures. I mean, you're millennials. They won't say lazy turd. That's a Gen X thing. We're used to it. We have tough skin. But it'd I'm be an the same sort of- <laughs> yeah, are I you? took the quiz. I took the quiz <laughs> okay. on the New York Times website. I'm an Xennial. I didn't know if you were wearing that as a banner or not. So... I don't know. It just sounds better than Gen X. Sometimes when Eli's mad at me, he calls me a boomer, which is, oh. by the way, sub thing. Sub thing is that the little Gen Z shits, yeah. pardon my language, re- will call you a boomer as an insult. As an insult, <laughs> which kind of warms my little Gen X heart, right? I mean, it is brutal my and My whole hilarious. generation is built on rebelling against the boomers and everything no. they stood for. So it's like, that's pretty awesome, Gen so Z. The idea High like that. That two generations later, they'd be like, don't be such a boomer. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, I have a feeling Gen X and Gen Z are going to get along just fine. 
I believe they are. It's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Uh, <laughs> hey, so I was out at a sword and laser meetup this Aww. weekend uh, that was really fun. And uh, the guy who puts together the sword and laser meetups in L.A. is named Buzz. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Uh, and Buzz is a very awesome guy. And Buzz suggested this directly to me for this show, Puffy Vests. <laughs> and he's like, now they have been around for a while. Don't I know, get so Buzz like, wrong. What's They're not new about new, this? But he's saying that puffy vests are now like at peak thing. That they are everywhere he goes in the corporate world. They, they. He's like, I if I didn't still see people with suit coats on, I would think they had replaced suit cuts. Suit coats. He's seeing so many. There are the giveaways, the swag at places he goes, like. They they may be on the way he's describing it. It may be that puffy vests have oh have crested and are now falling into the world oh. of nobody wanting them anymore. I could see that, but they have recently reemerged in the public consciousness. I think partly because of the Patagonia thing. Did you hear about this? Right. Yeah. So Pat mm-hmm. because Patagonia is legendary for being the vest of choice of like finance bros and VC bros everywhere. And finally, Patagonia said, hey, we're like a, whatever they are, 509B3, they're a B Corp. They're Public a B Corp. benefit corp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they said, we're like mission driven and and we don't want to be part of this anymore. And so Patagonia announced publicly that they reserve the right to not sell you custom branded Patagonia puffy vests anymore. Which I think is fine. If they don't want to sell a puffy vest with your label on it, they shouldn't have to. Yep, exactly. And so they said, we're not doing that anymore. And then that sort of like re-raised awareness mm-hmm. of it. Maybe that's but, what it is. Maybe that's what I kicked do, it back up. But now, like I'm on stitchfix.com and they've got a whole bunch of what they're calling puffer coat vests in a whole bunch of different styles, like different yeah. patterns and kind of like funky. So I wonder if it like brought it back 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 again yeah maybe it's recresting and by the way I, I was putting words in buzz's mouth he didn't say the thing about the suit coats i just made that up but <laughs> but they are they are prevalent well and things have gotten more casual it makes sense mm-hmm. that they would replace the suit coat for everybody finally right that they would even like break through to more conservative bastions it's, sorry it's about definitely the, the tech coughing thing. it's yeah. definitely the tech bro thing but it does seem i mean these ones on stick tricks are cute yeah and I, I now I'm racking my brain. I wish I'd taken more notes because he mentioned another example about the puffy vest that I'm slipping my mind. So just email us, Buzz. <laughs> let me know. Email us, let, Buzz. Let me know Tell what us I more. here. Yeah. But um, it does seem to be. All right. I'm looking at uh, MarieClaire.com. 10 mm-hmm. fall trends everyone's mm-hmm. talking about. And I'm looking for vest. But Is puffy find... vest on there. We will. Find the truth. Oh, God, it's a slideshow. Oh, forget it. I'm going to go on to my next thing and maybe I'll find it. Just click yeah. click and click. Maybe we can uh, we can keep warm with your next thing. I'm just going to guess that it's number 29 of 35. Sure. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good to Sounds me. Sounds good. My next thing I think has been a thing, but it's just a thing, you guys. Arugula. Yeah, it's the puffy vest of vegetable world. <laughs> it's the new kale. Yeah. Arugula and it's been a is thing. The new I, kale. I, I swear, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. I think we talked about arugula on the old run of really of it's a thing. Wow! And I will find. 
I will find it. I promise. Okay. I Whether believe we you. Because I think we were like, not, what's the deal with all this kale when arugula is so good? I swear. We I mean, talk- I feel like we talked about it too. In March, actually, The Atlantic wrote about how America blew it on arugula. No. I hope I didn't talk about it then. I'm going to be really embarrassed if this is like a thing repeat. No, you, did, you didn't talk about it on this run of It's a Thing. I, I'm definitely remembering it from the, the, the one from five years ago hilarious back but i'm not finding it in our notes so i can't put a date on it but i know we talked about maybe arugula becoming the next kale well we're there and now we're here we're here to follow up we're definitely there like kale took over for a while and it was a whole annoying thing but now arugula is the delicious peppery green that you pile on top of anything to just make it more yummy. You put it on top of a pizza. You put it on top of some eggs with goat cheese. I'm just talking about things I ate today. Mm-hmm. You put it on a turkey sandwich with sourdough. Like arugula is everything. All my everything. all my smart oven meals, if they have a salad, it's arugula. It's always arugula. Yeah. it's And it's sort of like finally, I think, getting its, its due. I hope. Google Trends does not necessarily it's validate du-rugula. this. <laughs> It's Durugula. Amazing, dude. Amazing. <laughs> it still seems to be trending down compared to kale, but just mark my words. It's coming up. Arugula is about to have its day. I don't think arugula ever left the stage to the point that it was absent the way kale was absent before kale became a thing, because kale was nowhere. Came out of right, nowhere, right? right? So that may be why it's not showing up. The delta isn't as isn't as big for arugula. But I think what we're all starting to realize about kale is that I know somebody just jumped in and yelled, it sucks at their phone, <laughs> <laughs> which is not entirely true. Like kale does not suck. But the only time that kale is good is when it's like massaged, which yeah. is oh, yeah. annoying uh-huh. and a bunch of work or sauteed, which or is sauteed. Annoying. And it And then like a kale salad is so much chewing, so chewing. Unless always. it's proper. Yeah, no, you have to you have to pre-digest kale for it to not be a whole lot of chewing like that's the massaging is you're taking an acid like lemon in your in your dressing and you're massaging it into the kale to break it down and make it softer or you saute it to break it down and make it softer yep or you just chew and chew and chew and Mm -hmm. chew yeah because otherwise you're you're a cow you know what you're just chewing you can just crunch a little bit on your arugula it tastes delicious Hmm. freshens everything up a freeze-dried kale that you can just crumble and shake over your arugula salad. Ooh, kale chips. I'm down for kale chips. You can chips. do kale chips for that. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But I have huh. had enough exhausting kale Caesar salads to last me a lifetime. And I am about the arugula. I am on the arugula train. It you heard it thing. here first, folks. Eat it. Or you heard it here five years ago. One or the other. You've heard it. Well, either way, it was first. Either way, it was first. <laughs> uh, the real second. question is whether Shannon Kay is eating salads with her. Oh, people. that's all we need to know. Yep. Shannon yep. Kay is giving Fordo a run. Uh, she says, I have all these email drafts with notes about things I wanted to discuss, and I can't remember for some of these why I wanted to write in about them, but I will do it for the things. Oh, Shannon, you're so great. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> cursive. I think the only real reason that we will still need to teach cursive is legacy reading cursive. I predict that it will last in that capacity about one more generation. And after that, it will become a form of fine art. It is already very popular as an art form. One of my sisters does the popular fancy hand lettering and quote unquote modern calligraphy. 
Fascinating. All right, let's I, see. Lemon that. verbena. Let's just ping pong these. Mm-hmm. She says, I was so excited about this topic. I'm very sensitive to fragrances and have some fragrances. Mm-hmm. Me too. Fragrances. And I have some mild allergies to things like lavender. So I try to use as many unscented things as possible. And if something is scented, I try to make sure that it's a natural scent. So for several years, the only Mrs. Meyer scent that I like besides the seasonal apple cider, which, oh my God, Shannon, is the best. I cannot wait for apple cider Mrs. Meyers to come out. Maybe, sub thing, is lemon verbena. She says, I use the lemon verbena dish soap and hand soap in the kitchen. I didn't know all about all of what Molly discussed about it, though, and I'm glad I hadn't sent in my responses because I was even more excited to hear about verbena being another name for vervain, as in the herb that is toxic to vampires. Thing I was most excited about, too, what? actually. She says, I love the vampire diaries, and I regularly ask if workmen are vampires before inviting <laughs> them into my... I cannot wait to hang out with, Sh- with Shannon. Like, we are having an It's a Thing party, and she says, it's nice to know I've been protecting our home from vampires all this time with my favorite Mrs. Meyers cleaning products. <laughs> See? You didn't have to worry. You had some vervain. We are yeah. hanging out. Also, I am now decided, based on your enthusiasm and Shannon's for apple cider, that those of you done with pumpkin spice everything, just shift that shift that love over to apple cider. Shift perfect, it. Perfect fall shift seasonal it. treat. Specifically? I mean, apple cider is delicious, like hot apple totally. cider, but yep. but the Mrs. Meyers apple cider soap is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, like it's it's it it makes you you want to eat it like a Tide Pod, like it smells so good. Uh, I'm going to skip on down to my wedding cards. When I got married in 2008, I bought a bunch of gigabyte SD cards. In 2008, you bought gigabyte SD cards. For the reception tables, intending that people use them in their own digital cameras and leave the cards for us. I would then upload them to Flickr or something, because 2008. Uh, It was the very tail end of the disposable camera era, and though it was still seen at weddings, I thought there had to be a more modern solution. Unfortunately, the people who set up the tables didn't understand what to do with them, so they never got put out or used. Ah, Like $10,000 worth of SD cards up in here. Yeah, today this would be solved with a hashtag. Oh, yeah. Uh, went to a wedding last weekend and they were like, no, we're not doing a hashtag because like the, the oh, hashtag is that over. prevalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has peaked. That's a thing that has peaked. Uh, Visco girl, she says, also confused about iPhone 11 Pro. She said she got and found a new case that is made out of completely plant-based material that is fully mm. compostable, which is awesome. Uh, and then finally says... That she went to buy an anniversary gift and she was saying that she really likes rose gold, but she already has like platinum and silver going on, I think. Yep, platinum and oh, and a white gold wedding band. And the woman at the store started telling a man that she worked with saying that she was already on trend with the mixed metals. And Shannon replied, I'm peak thing. You are. (laughs) Which I think we can all agree we want on a t-shirt. Yeah, we should make that happen. peak thing is a really good t-shirt. I'm peak thing. I'm peak thing. Yeah, just so you know. Uh, Sonia explores the back catalog. Miss Music Teacher says, Dear Tom, Molly, and Rich, I've been a dedicated listener to DTNS since the beginning, which led me to It's a Thing, and it makes me sad that I didn't follow both of you during the Buzz Out Loud days. But anyway, I've been a supporter of It's a Thing for a while, and I'm catching up on past episodes. I literally laughed out loud at the InfoWars-type descriptions of fanny packs. Rest assured, I have LOL'd much more than that, but I'm pretty sure other drivers stuck in rush hour traffic heard me laughing hysterically. 
I can also thank you for telling me about Visco Girls. This very morning, when I saw my fifth graders, I noticed a boy with a scrunchie on his wrist, smugly. I asked whose the scrunchie was, only moderately surprised that another fifth grader accused him of being a Visco Girl. I was coolly able to retort, it's not like he has a hydro flask, and keep them off balance. <gasps> My Patreon support has more than paid for itself. Yes! <laughs> My child, by the way, is planning to be a Visco girl for Halloween. For Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, everyone's going to get it, obviously. Uh, amazing. Uh, let's see. Doug writes in. Doug T writes in on the topic of G&T. Mm. <laughs> see what I did there? Because Doug T. Yeah, on the and G&T. And says, I'm just catching up on an older episode. Thanks for rocking the back catalog, you guys. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, and says, I thought I would give you my tonic choice, which I'm just going to pre-agree with, Doug. The best tonic I've used is Fever Tree, yes, which was founded by the former managing director, Charles Rolls, of Plymouth Gin, partly because he thought poor tonic water was ruining the impression of the gin and tonic cocktail. <laughs> Their tagline is, three quarters of your drink is the mixer, make sure it's the best. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I just, while camping, because, let's uh-huh. be real, it was kind of glamping. Mm. Took Fever Tree and Aviation Gin, which I didn't know was like a Ryan Reynolds, I think. Ryan Reynolds back gin. Or Aviation is? Oh. I guess I so. Know. Or it's like a famous guy gin. I don't really oh. know. But we made Fever Tree Gin and Tonics and it was delightful. That's fantastic. Obvious oh, then, camping drinks. If Shannon, uh, if you miss Shannon, she's back. Oh, uh, hey, Shannon. My hey. son Caspian is turning three tomorrow. She wrote this Saturday the 28th. Uh, <laughs> he is completely obsessed with Super Mario Brothers, especially Super Mario Maker. So for his birthday, we got him a Nintendo Switch Lite. And we already gave it to him because my husband was tired of the Switch getting all sticky. But Ew. here's the really interesting thing. Yesterday, our wireless SNES controllers for the Nintendo Switch arrived, and instead of making dinner, we played Super Mario World. Yes, we already had the mini SNES console with wired SNES controllers and the mini NES, mini PlayStation, and as of last week, mini Sega Genesis. This led to a perfect me, also me, meme. Me, (laughs) how many of these things are we going to buy? Also me, all of them. We'll buy all of them. I sincerely cannot wait to hang out. Uh, you're going to love Forno. I just can't wait for you guys to meet. I know. <laughs> this is going to be the best It's a Thing party ever. Um, it really, really is amazing. Um, we're sorry about our slightly shortened episode this week. You can blame me because still, after like 10 days, I can barely make all the words come out. This is like the worst sure cold it's ever. It's going to end up being shorter. We'll see. It's actually not. I think it just feels shorter, but it's totally not at all. Yeah. Never mind. It's a normal episode. Thank you for supporting <laughs> us. You guys are the greatest. <laughs> uh, and uh, the shout outs uh, begin tomorrow, October 1st. If oh, you yeah. are at the shout out level, make sure you get in there and we will begin the shout outs in October. Of course, always shouting out Mike. Um, always. Always. Because, because Mike. forever. Yeah. Be like Mike. Yep. But yes, uh, shout out start then at the new, more accessible tier. And as always, if you become a member and you support us at patreon.com slash it's a thing, you can get access to our discord so that you can participate live in ongoing conversation during the show, which I got to say is worth it for like producer rich alone, let alone all the fun people who are also uh, in the discord. And of course, you get an ad free RSS feed and potentially... The shout outs. Yeah, shout out, maybe. shout outs. You shout could be in there with Kim and PA and Laura and Linux Fiend. They're all in there right now. You could be with them. You can also email and us Joe, your things. Feedback. Have a party. 
at itsathing.me. Yes, please keep the emails coming because you know, I hope by now that we love them <laughs> and they're fast becoming our favorite part of the show. Talk we'll to, talk to you again next, next time. Week. Bye. Bye. Hey. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.